0: Some game out in Arizona to play yeah, football.
1: Yeah. But the cool thing was the ties to Monmouth College. Tell us about it.
0: That was, I thought, a neat one. Uh, Alex Tanny, who set a few records as a quarterback uh, when he played at Monmouth College, a 2011 graduate, is was a member, is still a member of the Eagles staff um, and works with the, the quarterbacks at uh, Philadelphia. Certainly the quarterbacks were not the issue in that game. So he did a really nice job. And of course, his brother in graduated uh, Mitch in 2006 and 2015 he was also involved in Super Bowl involved with Super Bowl 50 and when when he was uh, with the Denver Broncos so uh, you know, there there was a brother connection in the game itself, and there was another brother connection on the sidelines as well, which is kind of neat. First time in Monmouth history we've had two brothers be involved with the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 50 and Super Bowl 57.
1: I think it's fantastic. Pretty I'm glad, cool, isn't it? Glad to hear about it. There was also a young man who played at Western Illinois University who is a member of the Kansas City Chiefs uh, yes. team, so that's pretty cool. So we're pretty fortunate locally.
0: Yes, it's, you know, it, it's, an, it's a neat connection, and it's sort of, it's gives you something else to root for if your team happens to be gosh the Chicago Bears you don't have much to cheer for at least you have some local connection right
1: there you go well congratulations to both Danny Brothers and their success in the NFL and that bodes well for Monmouth College of course all right Stephanie Levinson vice president with enrollment and you recently moved to the area but this is uh, home for you
2: it is I grew up in Decatur so about two and a half hours from Monmouth so it's great to be back in Illinois and getting to know West Central Illinois it's been really nice so far
1: yes and tell us a little bit about your biography when it comes to higher education
2: and your goals for of College sure um, I began um, my career in admissions um, 25 plus years ago um, as an undergraduate student I knew I wanted to work on a college campus it was just something that I enjoyed doing when I was an undergraduate student being involved and had the opportunity to go to graduate school at Loyola University of Chicago. And um, started working in the admission office after I finished my master's program in higher education administration. And just really enjoyed the opportunity to help students and their parents find um, the right fit for college. I was a first-generation college student. So my parents pretty much said, good luck. <laughs> we'll, we'll help you as much as we can. But they really didn't know how best to help and so I think that's where I found passion in being able to help students figure out um, the things that maybe they didn't know to ask um, and to help them along the way and really gained a lot of personal satisfaction in doing that and as I um, learned more about the profession I really got an opportunity at that point to help the team help students and families. And so I really get a lot of um, satisfaction in helping our our um, staff members have um, the opportunity to work with families and, and help coach them and mentor them through the process. And, um, you know, really just found the opportunity at Monmouth One that I couldn't Pass up. It was a chance to come home, so to speak, um, to be on a small private liberal arts residential campus, um, which was something I hadn't had the opportunity to do. I'd worked at a few other campuses that were just a little bit bigger, um, but the the warmth at Monmouth, the dedication of the faculty and staff to really support um, the Monmouth College students, that was just evident from the moment I had my first interview, even over Zoom. I could feel it, and it just. Um, It was consistent through my experience of coming for the on-campus interview. And certainly in terms of goals for Monmouth, um, you know, I want to support President Wyatt and and the board as, you know, um, we're working on a strategic plan to help, you know, sustain Monmouth for years to come and, um, you know, working to ensure that we're providing Um, an authentic experience as students you know get to know Monmouth so that they understand what opportunities exist at Monmouth Mm -hmm. College for not only experiences in the classroom but the experiences outside of the classroom and how our faculty and staff support students um, in those um, endeavors but also work to identify how we can continue to evolve Monmouth to be attractive for um, students in Illinois, as well as you know, um, in in other geographies that um, we tend to get students from, and so I'm really excited to um, you know be part of the team. I'm still learning a lot every day; I learn something new, and um, looking forward to getting to know the community even better as I'm here longer.
1: We're talking with Stephanie Levinson; she's the vice president of enrollment. It's a good time to have. New thoughts, new ideas, Dwayne, as Stephanie uh, takes the, the, the realm here, um, uh, or the, the reins here, because things are changing in higher education. There was a story from Higher Ed Drive this week. I don't know if you all saw it, but D1, D2, um, there's discussion that ACT, SAT scores will not be utilized for athletics. So that's that changes the scope of what higher education looks like.
0: I mean, Stephanie can talk about this, but the whole idea of being test optional is a big thing right now in the admissions process, whereas way back in ancient times in the 1980s when I was applying to college, the AT- ACT or the SAT were a central part of the admissions process. Yes, Stephanie?
2: Yeah, and certainly, um, you know, COVID, I think, accelerated the change to more college and universities going test optional. Um, you know, the reliance on test scores, and this is a very hot topic in our in our industry um, between the the large testing companies and you know folks like myself Um, but you know colleges for a long time have done their own studies on you know what predicts um, success in college many places in doing that research realize that um, high school performance on a daily basis is the biggest predictor of success and that's you know the performance that students have that create their overall grade point average, and so I think the opportunity to um, support test optional admissions really creates um, more equity for students coming from various backgrounds um, that may not have had the. Um, Uh, resources to do a lot of test prep or um, come from families where they understand you know um, how to better prepare for tests and so more students are applying to colleges now because they don't have to submit a test score that shows their performance on one day um, versus four years and so I'm glad that the NCAA Is kind of falling in line with what is happening um, you know in the admissions world to know that that um, that data point isn't as predictive um, for success um, as we've been led to believe I think by you know um, a number of of folks and um, the data just doesn't really support it at most places that we need that test score to show a student's value and ability to graduate
1: so in some ways, we are shifting a bit from an educational institution to an experiential uh, institution in some ways to help students, especially after a pandemic.
2: Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I think students um, and, you know, everyone who's, who supports students in their, you know, educational experience learned during the pandemic that, you know, there's different ways to learn. There's different ways to um to study, there's different ways to engage in the academic endeavors, um, and that just makes the 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 notion of going back to requiring tests for most places just it just doesn't seem tenable at this point. I think students see that you know there's opportunity to show their value as a student and as a, a person without having that test score attached to them.
1: Sure. Well, it is different than the 1980s. All we had was a Commodore sixty four and we were excited about the what was the name of that calculator with all the funny looking buttons on it? That was to a tandy. T tech- O yeah.
0: Tandy, I had a tandy T I eighty five two.
1: Yeah. We had to use it for algebra.
0: Yes, I had to yeah. use it for that and physics. There you yeah. go. You know? Uh, but uh, I just graduated up from an abacus. I was just at the far, <laughs> at the tail end of the generation that used the abacus. So it was, it was a tough transition for me to go from, you know, using the abacus to had to punch things in. It was, it was crazy, but oh, you know, funny. I was in Kentucky. We were always 20 years behind as Mark Twain said.
1: <laughs> Stephanie, I'm glad you're here. It's great to uh, learn a little bit more about you and what you're going to do with the college. It's uh, it's exciting. Speaking of exciting, big news today for you guys at Monmouth College with Light the Candle.
0: Well, I'd say it's 80138129 and 78 <laughs> worth of big reasons, Vanessa, because the college did close its Light the Candle campaign, which was launched in March of 2019. We closed it officially in December of uh, last year. And the goal was to raise a minimum of $75 million. And not only did we reach the goal, but we blew past it and raised more than 6% of, of the goal, higher than the goal. Um, and, you know, it's interesting that we'll be celebrating it all spring, and we'll have a big celebration on campus in April where we talk more about the campaign But Hannah Maher, who's the Vice President for Development and College Relations, just did an amazing job along with, of course, President Clarence Wyatt in terms of leading that campaign and President Wyatt's leadership and uh, uh, Hannah's sort of on-the-ground leadership is sort of the field general of the campaign, so so to speak. Uh, just did an amazing job in, in terms of reaching that goal but one of the reasons for the the campaign was what staffing was just talking about was to enhance the living learning environment at Monmouth College because let's be honest you can get a college education lots of ways lots of places now but Ed- education without the experience is not a college e- experience, right? It's why we talk about Monmouth being a living learning environment. You're not just getting your education at Monmouth in the classroom, but you're getting it in your co-curricular activities. You're getting that through your relationship with professors, your coaches, your student advisors in the residence halls. That's a living learning place. And so this more than $80 million that's been raised is going to make Monmouth stronger in terms of not only making a college education more affordable because it's provided more than 11 million dollars in new, new and additional scholarships of more than 120 scholarship funds for students but it's also going to enhance the academic and co-curricular experience at the college as well so that's to me the great news about it I mean the 80 million is wonderful and it's one wonderful to raise more than 80 million dollars but it's what is it going to mean the students and how is it going to prepare them to do a better job in the world and continue to go out and change the world and that's what Monmouth College is about, and that's why a student comes to Monmouth College, so that they have an experience that not only changes their life, but then their life can go out and change the lives of others as well.
1: Okay. Well, Stephanie, I hope that we can continue the discussions monthly about uh, the college and uh, enrollment and all of that good stuff because it is a changing environment and it's always good to catch up. So appreciate you coming in today.
2: Thank you. You look Love great. To be back.
1: You've got your red Valentine. I'm
2: all ready for Valentine's yes. Day.
1: So if you catch Stephanie, she's got the the red top, the red shoes, totally rocking the Valentine. Dwayne's got his Valentine's heart uh, bow tie That's on right. today. So happy Valentine's Day to you both.
0: Happy Valentine's to you all too. Vanessa. And
1: I got a hog hat that would go great with that bow tie. Oh gosh, go hogs. I think it class. Don't encourage him. <laughs> Dwayne Bonifer with us from the Monmouth College Communications and Marketing Office. Stephanie Levinson, Vice President of Enrollment at Monmouth.